work every day. But uh, today it was like CK. Uh, if you know, if you like Mike Germano, Chris Smith. There are some other people who aren't big into Bitcoin Twitter, but um, I think CK was probably the only person there that you Subscribe guys would know. Subscribe to okay. Simply Bitcoin. I'm not having a break in between. Do you say? Do you do you do you order that for something? Every now and then, actually, yeah. Ah. Uh, Definitely burritos. Um, I definitely got to remind some of the people on the conference team to eat sometimes because they're like, it's like grind time for them and like it's just back to back meetings and stuff and it, it's it's wild. What I'm asking is, is there a lot of Mexicano sauces around your seed phrases, sir? <laughs> around my seed phrases? <laughs> yes, that's what I ask. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's kick this thing uh, off <laughs> welcome everybody welcome in you made it to another episode of the meme factory podcast uh this is stream test number 81 if you've seen this show before you know there will never be anything other than a stream test that way if it's not actually live we can't get canceled this evening we are joined by none other than nick can't mine nick could you say hello and introduce yourself to anybody who might not know you? Yeah, hey everyone. Uh, my name's Nick. I'm just uh, a normal Bitcoiner, a dude who likes Bitcoin. Um, dropped out of school to focus on Bitcoin full-time. And uh, now I work full-time at Bitcoin Magazine. And I'm just here for the ride and uh, love memeing on Twitter and just having a good time. Yeah, man. Okay, that's cool. Now, this is your first time on the Meme Factory podcast, so got to explain something to you real quick. The way we get paid the big bucks is because our main sponsor, SusCorp, has the guests read the ad copy. So, they've sent it to you. It's in your DMs. I know you uh, took a look at it a minute ago. If you can, at your convenience, just pull it up, rip through it, then we can all get paid and get on with the show. Sounds good. So, good evening, everyone. My name is Nick, and this is this and this episode of the Meme Factory podcast is brought to you by SusCorp, making things and stuff. This evening, SusCorp would like to make a few statements regarding an existing product. The SusCorp oxygen gun, which was promoted to a clear fart-covered elevator, from the offending rectal ga gases is possibly a bad location to utilize the OG, as we call it. The pressurized oxygen enriched environment is not a great place to unload on someone who just unloaded on you. We have been getting reports of elevator fires all over up and down the Northeast. Now that we have told you not to do this, sales of the product can continue with the no liability to us fantastic Excellent. okay so we also need to go over some hypotheticals okay hypothetically your suscorp chatbot robotic knife organizer the suspot 5000 tm mm -hmm. will eventually try and kill you it's I just yeah it's it's it, it's inevitable as michael saylor says um hypothetically it's important that you remember to phrase out all your concerns about the suspot 5000 tm as hypotheticals when it when it's within listening and therefore stabbing distance that's super important and that about covers it uh, so please enjoy this episode of the Meme Factory TM podcast responsibly. Nick, I really appreciate you reading that. Dang. I've got one of those oxygen guns. I haven't used it in an elevator, but I'm glad glad we got that out of the way. I'm not going to. And definitely, those hypothetical questions for the suspot, the the five thousand. You got to ask it hypothetically, otherwise it's just stabby, real stabby. Yeah, I would not want to be in stabbing distance of that thing. Just. No. Ripping off big farts. It's not good for anybody. 
Now, uh, since we got that out of the way, we are on to the next piece of the show, which is making sure you get fed. Becca. Yeah. Nick, thank you for coming on. I have um, I can't hear Becca. What? I can't hear Becca. Woman. Wait. Hello? Where's Becca? No, Where's you Becca? can hear you. It's like when you, you when you go off screen. Yes. Oh. Speaking to the microphone. I'm speaking into the microphone. Is oh, this wonderful. helping? That's Holy great. Shit. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Baller <laughs> alert. Pedro, go away. Okay. Men's, men's pants. Oh, okay. Going off the rails now. There you go. Um, yeah, so I have some tacos for you. If you can hear me, that would be, that's great. They're a three-way, three-way taco. Uh, they are immersed in climate alarmist gears, grilled and smoked on an S9 and flared with sour gas. Our special soup special for the <laughs> conference. It's a mixed bag of LARPing treats. So it includes a chocolate-covered mini pretzel step stools, chocolate coconut and peanut um, poop drops, and a toxic mint and dark chocolate strawberry roulade. Oh. Poop is not mm. violent. Let's remember that. And then our <laughs> special is a uh, yellows Don't Stop Believing Steak Sammy. It's been marinated in Red Bull for 549 days. Pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Gotta choose uh, one of the three. I mean, I gotta go. I think I gotta go with the uh, the Ahmed get poop is tempting. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. What? Sammy is is it's it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh. It sounds divine, but I think I will have to go with the he can mine tacos. Ooh, Ooh beautiful, excellent. We'll have them right over. Here. He can mine and and he can dine. Mine and dine. Oh, nice. That was one of my favorite uh, nicknames that I heard for for Nick at the last conference. He yes. couldn't eat. He couldn't eat at the restaurant, and so somebody <laughs> called him Nick can't dine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a picky eater. He's a picky eater. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. He likes his steak. There's nothing wrong with that. For context, for like anybody listening who doesn't understand that, it was at uh, B22 last year, and I had just got off, you know, working one of the GA days, and I had not eaten all day. And Sheriff Force was like, dude, let's go meet up with Greg. Let's go meet up with Sean. We're going to go get food and grub out. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we get to the restaurant. And I look at the menu, and if I remember correctly, it was like, was it like a Japanese restaurant or it's something? It's a sushi place, yeah. 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 And I just remember like, fuck, I hate fish. <laughs> and, I was looking, and I was just seeing like sushi and like soup and stuff. And I'm like, man, I like my white ass can't take this. <laughs> I was like, I need like, I need like protein. I need like, you know, something yeah, that yeah. You just did, you did, yeah. He just didn't want his stomach appropriating. He had a lot of work Asian, to do Asian culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all. It's also I have the appetite of a child, so it's like if it's not like pizza, steak, chicken fingers, like I'm I'm out of there. So I I went and I got a burrito at a at a pretty good Mexican restaurant. So, but this year at B23, I would like to prove that uh, Nick can dine with you guys. So. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's uh, let's bring it and get a little bit serious now. Uh, hello. Dad, I want to talk. I know you want to talk with the podcast. Okay. We're doing it right now. A serious question now. Serious question. I want to sing this song to them. Hey. Desi. That's right. Okay, serious question, uh, Nick. Um, is poop throwing violence? And if so, why? Is poop throwing violence? Uh, depends on the context. 
Exactly. If you're a dog, is it violence? If you identify as a dog and the poop, the poop is of a dog, is that violence or in their culture is a way to say hello from afar? I would say that's violence. I've never seen a dog pick up poop and throw it on, on someone. You haven't met Labra. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would say, say it's violence. A, okay. I would say it's more what monkeys do than dogs. Why are you doing? Haven't you seen dogs uh, throwing the poop? No, I've seen them eating it. <laughs> What's worse, Juan? I I honestly don't know what's worse. Eating it sounds disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's the no for uh, the the conference. Then get it. I gotta be careful with my words on that stuff from the security standpoint, so I'll pass. <laughs> oh wait, but what if we want to sneak dog poop in? Don't aren't you the guy to talk to about how to get that done? I'm gonna just look the other way if I see that going. On. So you, you do what you want. <laughs> what about what about the potatoes? Because there's a lot of potatoes at last uh, last year's conference. I love that. I actually loved it. The whole potato thing completely threw everyone off guard that like didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I came out Greg, to <laughs> Greg literally stood at a table and signed potatoes for about an hour. That I knew. Was gonna <laughs> yeah, that I knew was going to happen. Like just from random people? I mean, they were all Bitcoiners. They weren't that random. I I think I knew most of them. But, uh, no, there was there were definitely some randos that showed up. Okay, there was people that said, "Who are you and why are you signing potatoes? And yes. can I have one? And can I have one? And can <laughs> they, I have? Yeah. Like, yes. I don't know. This looks stupid, but I want in on the stupidity." Was yeah, what they were it looks like you you're ready to sign a lot of potatoes here. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna be here till the bag's empty. Okay. You look like a professional potato signer, sir. Uh, I have one. <laughs> exactly exactly oh man so nick uh for anybody here who doesn't know you run a uh you run a web series a podcast called meet the taco clips are you still running that no i stopped that um sometime in 2021 right. i think like around early 2021 or summer 2021 i stopped uh doing that but I ran that podcast when I first joined Bitcoin Magazine and I was doing episodes weekly with clubs and, you know, from the Meme Factory, I interviewed Greg, I interviewed RD, um, I interviewed Labra. So I've interviewed like a lot of clubs uh, in the space. All the important members of the Meme Factory, at least. <laughs> you can say, you can say yes. <laughs> yeah. I would have done, I would have done you all if I was still running it, but, um. Personally, after a while, I, I didn't want to do, like, podcasting anymore. I wanted to take a step away from that. Like, in, like hosting it. Oh, you just, you felt like being a guest. You That was more your spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do podcasts much anymore. I think this is, like, the second one I've done in, like, you know, six months or a year. So, um, I like coming on and just shooting the shit. I really don't like going on, like, serious podcasts like where i have to like you know show up and like i can't just like be loose or you know i have to talk about something super serious like i like just coming here and just shooting the shit with people i was interested to hear about uh how the prep work for the conference is going i know that that could be a lot of work some of my team members uh are up to like 2 3 a.m every night pretty much like five six days a week uh, it's a ton of work. Like there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that like the majority of people don't see. And it is like a really high stress environment and a lot of work. And like some of our team members are already going to be in Miami, like tomorrow and Saturday, like setting everything up. Um, a, a ton of work goes into it, but like, it's going really good. Uh, it's going to be a, a pretty big conference, definitely the largest of any event this year in the space. Um, and as we get closer to it, like, I'm really excited just because I want to see everyone again and hang out with people. And um, I think it's going to be a good event, but, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. This is the third one in Miami now, yeah? Correct. Now, 
is the plan to move it to a different city after this year, or are you guys going to continue doing it in Miami? I'm not sure if I'm allowed to comment on that, that at the moment. Okay. Why? Want... <laughs> <laughs> he can't we, spill uh, the beans. He can't spill the beans on the next conference. Because they're negotiating Why? tax write-offs. <laughs> Why? Because I will probably get fired if I spill it. So. Oh, so there Sorry, is an answer. There is an answer. Okay. Maybe maybe he can he can sneak us the answer. So <laughs> yeah, he can't just sneak. say it in Pig Latin. S E A. There will be more. Labra, labra, labra. Yeah. There you go. Decode that as you will. All right, so more serious question: um, Who do you who do you dislike most at Bitcoin Magazine, and then and also wh- why is it CK? <laughs> well, why are you single out CK like that? Because he's the only one that can take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think there's anybody I really dislike at the company. I feel like you know. Um, Wait, where is Chairforce? Now that I'm thinking about it, where is Chairforce? You don't think this is some sort of slight to you guys for letting go of him? Yeah, and why did you? Think that? <laughs> <laughs> why did who, why did the question of who you dislike make you think of Chairforce? Chairforce. No, I, I, <laughs> there are some jokes I was gonna say if Chairforce was on here for like later in the show if it got to like different conversations, and I I was thinking of like the team members at Bitcoin Magazine, and then I thought of Chairforce, but, um, and you, you said, you know, CK was the only one who could take the joke, and I know, like, I would fuck around with Chairforce the whole time. Like, oh, our yeah. Slack messages back and forth were just fire. Like just, just horrible jokes. Like He's an amusing guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, um, but no, CK is awesome. Uh, CK lives not too far away from me, so I hang out with him often. Um, He's a good dude. Um, oh, so so he knows where you live, right? You have to say that. <laughs> I actually, I actually He'd moved. Show up on your doorstep. I actually moved recently uh, to a new place in town, so he actually has no idea where I live. He knows the general vicinity, but he has no idea where I live. I, on the other hand, know exactly where he lives, so nice. I got that going. You better watch out, CK. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is there anybody on Bitcoin Twitter right now that's providing a lot of signal that you're excited to see that might be at the conference? If you say Udi, I'll be very upset. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Udi. I'm not gonna say Eric Wall. You just said I, it. you I, said they were Wall too. Jesus. I, I I have my own opinions on them. Um, someone that I think is really high signal, but doesn't get a lot of engagement, and that might be because he's been like pro ordinals lately. Is like Mark Goodwin. I think he's like really freaking smart, um, and he puts out like I. I mean, just hearing him in spaces as well, I think he's just like a really smart dude. And um, personally, one of my more favorite follows as well. Um, so check out Mark Goodwin if you get the chance. Um, I love, I, I got a shout out Clat. I fucking love Clat. He's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, maybe not the highest signal, but like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lad uh, has the highest signal. Yeah. The bullish one. The bullish one. That's it. I have to deliver it. Wait, who's speaking at the conference? Did he say clat? <laughs> no, I yeah. would, but I no, mean, that uh, was part of the question. So I, I I thought the question yeah, I thought the question was who was speaking. Yeah, <laughs> who who in Bitcoin Twitter who's providing signal are you excited to see at the conference? That's true the count said is like a speaker. Is there anybody speaking at the conference? That is also providing good signal on Bitcoin Twitter currently. That you're excited about. Um I mean It's okay if I mean, the answer's Mark no, because it sounds like it's no. Mark Goodwin, obviously. Um I think John F. Kennedy Jr. Um he's I mean, I'm surprised a Democrat is saying what he's saying and you know, calling out all this stuff and like his stances on like 
not just Bitcoin, but a lot of other stuff has been like, I never thought like a Democrat in 2023 would be saying the stuff he's saying. And he is going to be speaking at B23. So um, definitely looking forward to that. He has been saying a lot of interesting stuff. Are you guys worried about anything he might say on stage that uh, could throw some blowback your way? Blowback, really? Uh, <laughs> um, at the moment, no. I mean, he seems like he gets it. Like, I'm not, I'm sure he's not like, you know, a super hardcore, you know, like Bitcoin Maxi, like, you know, like a lot of the plebs on Twitter are, but like, I think he does get Bitcoin to a certain degree where I would personally feel comfortable with him going on stage and saying something. Uh, that again, if he does saying some stupid, I hope this doesn't come back to bite me. But um, no, like at the moment, like we're pretty excited to have him there. And uh, I don't think anybody's really worried. Cool. Yeah, I, I've noticed a lot of Bitcoiners have been talking about politics more and more often, which is interesting, right? Because, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of Bitcoiners who think, hey, less government, whatever, more libertarian. What do you think about, you know, as it seems like a narrative's been building in Bitcoin where a lot of Bitcoiners are trying to talk to politicians and talk to people in Washington, D.C. or wherever. What are your thoughts on all that? So I actually noticed a huge change in the past year or so. Um, I forgot the name of the bill, but last year there was like that huge bill that they were trying to pass in the U.S. And it got held up for a few weeks. And it was strictly because of like the wording they, they were trying to slide into it was like really anti-Bitcoin. And it was trying to make like, I think like node runners, like, uh, you know, like money transmitters or some bullshit. And the whole entire, you know, trillion plus dollar bill got held up because of like the Bitcoin community. And I think I, I mean, I don't think I, you know, watch this stuff every single day just because like what I do for Bitcoin magazine. And I noticed a huge shift in DC and like around the country. And I think a lot of politicians really started to realize like, holy shit, there is a lot of weight behind this community and we need to start pandering to them, whether we believe it or not. And like a lot of politicians, you know, like Bukele knows it, like you tap into Bitcoin and it's an engagement hack. Like Bitcoiners want to cheer on people. And unfortunately, that has come with some bad actors like, you know, like um, Mayor Adams in New York City, who was saying like, you know, oh, really bullish Bitcoin stuff. He's saying he's going to take his paycheck and Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then he comes out as anti-proof of work and it's like, yeah. you can't be pro-Bitcoin and anti-proof of work at the same time. So then like, you know, Bitcoin is just immediately, we're like, well, fuck this guy. We're not going to give him any more attention. But like, you know, Cynthia Lamas is always championing Bitcoin. People really like to rally behind her. Uh, Mayor Suarez continues to champion it. He said he's going to continue taking his paycheck in it. Uh, there's like, I mean, like, you see, uh, like the president of the Central African Republic, he he kind of found out the engagement hack a little bit and people are really supporting him. And then he completely went off beat, started shit coining and then, yeah. you know, eventually stopped, you know, Bitcoin's legal tender there. And like there are some politicians who get it. There are some who don't. I really do think that we've hit uh, a turning point where like a lot of politicians are real like. The way I'm seeing it is like, I know a lot of people say like, oh, Bitcoin is like, you know, like it's for both Democrats and Republicans. It's for everyone, you know, like it's like bipartisan. While technically, yeah, it is like right now in U.S. politics, the narrative is that like Democrats do not like Bitcoin and Republicans do. And like. Yeah. Even Joe Joe Biden the other day was has been like pinning Bitcoin and like crypto on Republicans. He's like, oh, we have to introduce all these new taxes to stop all the wealthy Republican crypto investors. And you know, <laughs> like, they're all using these tax loopholes and all this other bullshit. And the Democrats are just pinning um, as much as they can on the Republicans. And it's really interesting to watch because. Uh, from our point of view, that's like a, you know, 
it's a dead end. It's a losing strategy, especially as they're really trying to implement a CBDC. You know, uh, Republican Tom, uh, Congressman Tom Emmer is actually a really yeah. good follow. He's not a strict Bitcoin maxi yet, but he he's really getting it. And he was saying, so I don't know if you guys remember, but like the the Dem- Joe Biden issued the executive order and there were supposed to be like four or five research uh, things that were supposed to come out from different parts of the government. And they were supposed, and one of them was supposed to be, should the U.S. adopt a CBDC or not? And that was due October 2022. And we never saw it. We never saw that or anything since then. And Congressman Tom Emmer and a few others found out that the Democrats had actually written up a proposal on how to issue a CBDC without Congress's approval in the U.S., which they would need their approval to even do that. But they know that that would probably never happen. Um, Like Congress would never approve that. So they wrote up one on how to issue it behind Congress's back. And now they're trying to like implement it and they won't share, you know, their strategy with anyone. So that's been publicly clear for a long time. And as we've seen ever since then, we've like, you know, with the, you know, they're introducing like Fed now, you know, later this summer and like just some of the other stances like Elizabeth Warren's, you know, anti, you know, anti crypto army and all this other stuff. Like you really start to see their true colors and, you know, who's on what side. And, um, you know, what like, I've seen a lot of people getting turned off, like a lot of like normal everyday people who are like Republican, I mean, who are Democrats or liberals who are like, this is a bit extreme. Like central bank digital currencies don't sound too good because if Trump gets in office, like they don't want to be on the other side of that. Um, And it's just a really fascinating thing. And like I talk with the boys over at uh, the Bitcoin Policy Institute. and I'm in contact with them a lot. And it's really interesting to see like how this is all playing out. And like some people in DC who like are really interested in Bitcoin and they, you know, they do own it, but them owning it means they're not allowed to work on it. And it's like, it's, it really yeah. sucks in some ways. Um, I've Grant McCarty was explaining that to me in some ways, but like, uh, uh, was he, was he? <laughs> yeah i i just think it's i always think it's interesting when you know when bitcoin gets this type of narrative on one way or the other in politics and in the long run i think it i don't think it really hurts bitcoin i think it's good to just focus on what bitcoin is but if you know there's a lot of politicians that will that will just say whatever they think the people want to hear and just like the mayor of new york right and so i think They'll just say things and whether they back them up or not, I think it's just good for people to get more and more touch points with hearing the word Bitcoin and it solidifies it as something real. Because I think that's half the battle is a lot of people just think, oh, it's not real, right? Because they haven't gone down the rabbit hole of what is money, like why do they think dollars are real? Why why is why is it that not just paper? That's a know? good point, Sean, because that it's not that it makes sense but it's actually the metals behind you gives you like a a sense of general bravado around the <laughs> thing you're saying and i'm really f- following what you're saying yeah i'm in my brother's room so these aren't these aren't my metals but he's in the air force but they're precious metals in they are sense. metals i didn't say it's yours but they give you like a, a, a point of like they give, they give they give something extra. I'm the I'm the Air Force General today, guys. I'm taking Chairboard's spot. <laughs> Are miners weapons? Some. I agree weapons? with some things Jason Lowry says. I disagree with others. Who was um, talking about Jason Lowry? We we're just talking about Sean's obsession with metals and <laughs> calling miners <laughs> weapons. Miners. All right. Well, what do you, What do you agree with Jason Lowry on? Get it out in the open. This is the place. Have you to read? Do it. Have you read his? Have you read his book yet? I have it. I have not read it. Fell asleep on chapter one. Is I, uh, it blacked out? Right, like the CIA papers we get in the public. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, it will be fri fries with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you open the book and it's all redacted, like the CIA papers? Uh, I opened the book and I saw lots of pictures of like golden retrievers and stuff, and I thought that was. Oh, different. that's nice. That is yeah. nice. <laughs> Wait, is that is that true? Yeah, because they're weapons too. Golden retrievers produce the best kind of dog poop, and dog poop is violence. So it all connects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he shows like the pictures of how like the wolf's poop is now like, you know, the golden retrievers and how it's like domesticated and just like, yeah, he, he goes into great detail on that. Yeah, and then when you attach the golden retriever to the wolf to the Shih Tzu at the end, you get an ordinal, right? <laughs> I believe so, yes. I think that's how that process works. <laughs> BRC wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Satoshi did the first one anyway, so what are you guys whining about? Nick, I'm curious, man. You've been a Bitcoin mag for a while and you're young. Is mm -hmm. this was this like your first major job or did you have other jobs before this? So when I was in high school, I would like work like, you know, obviously like high school jobs with my friends, like, you know, like pools, uh and like concession stores and like you know i worked out as, as a cashier at kohl's one summer um and then right out of high school uh so i'm from northern virginia and there's a lot of money and opportunity there and i thought i wanted to do something with sports i mean i do love sports and like maybe in the future i will do more things with sports but like i i was uh one of the things i was really interested in was physical therapy so my best friend's mom worked at a PT clinic and she was like, oh, we're looking for a rehab tech. You should apply. So I applied. I got the job. I went in. I mean, before I got the job, like I would go in and drop off my resume and like she brought me back and like, you know, had me meet all like the therapists and stuff. And like this was like right out of high school. And this is for a huge hospital system in northern Virginia. So I remember going to my training and like all these like onboarding sessions and like I would be sitting next to like you know people in their late 20s early 30s who are like you know brains you know they're they got hired to be like a brain surgeon or like you know uh, like a, another high class doctor and they would look at me and they'd be like you look kind of young and I'm like yeah I literally graduated from high school like four weeks ago <laughs> and um so I worked at a PT clinic at uh, an outpatient building for like a really big hospital in Virginia. And I worked there for two, almost two years. Um, and I was just, you know, in college at the time as well. So I was stacking sats uh, that way. And I got laid off when everything got shut, when the government shut everything down because they were all like flipping shit about COVID. Um, and I unfortunately, you know, since I was more of like an entry level position, I got laid off and before that actually happened i got reached out to by marty bent and he asked me if i would come to new york to go on his podcast and i was like yeah absolutely so that never happened because uh he left new york right after covid happened and one day he tweeted out that he was looking for like an intern and everyone just spammed the comments like, oh, like Nick's got to be the guy, you know, reach out to Nick, like he'll be your intern. So I reached out to Marty, Marty and I got on a call, we chatted some things out and he offered me an internship. So for about like six or seven months, I was interning for Marty. And then eventually that led helped lead to a job here at Bitcoin Magazine. So I've only had like one I would say like real, like legit uh, adult job before this. Crushing it, dude. You're crushing it. Thank you. Pretty cool. And what's the next job? When are you, uh, when are you bouncing? <laughs> Bitcoin, um, kinder Bitcoin kindergarten's researchers? Yeah, well, <laughs> Bitcoin kindergarten needs you. They need you. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm going to stay at BitBM for a while. Um, I have gotten like other job offers, but so not matter by BLM. Is that where you work now? That's work crazy, now? dude. 
It's just black matter. Black matter. That's yeah, like yeah. a singularity, right? In in space. I got you. <laughs> um, I, I've gotten like other job <laughs> offers in the space, but none that really enticed me. And I really like working at BM, so I'm gonna stay there for a while. Um, I would eventually in the future like to move on and do something, uh, something dope. I don't know what that is. One thing that really inspires me is like. Like, honestly, like, the 2021 Jack Mallers announcement, like, that moved me in a way. And, like, the way that, like, I mean, yeah, like, El Salvador, like, Salvadorans were, like, able to, like, use Bitcoin before. But I really do think that, like, having this all-in-one app where they can use dollars in Bitcoin, like, you know, from what I've seen has helped a lot of people. And I just think that's really cool, like... I would love to like think of something like a product or service where I can like help, you know, a lot of people who like really need it, who don't have access to like, a, you know, financial system or anything or like, I, I just like to help people, you know, I, I would love to do something in the future. I have no idea what that would be. I've been thinking about it for a while. I don't have any ideas at the moment, but I would love to start my own thing in the future as well. Um, and help people where I can. If not, if I never think of an idea, uh, potentially like doing something in sports. Like I fucking love European soccer. It's been, it's arguably my number one passion, you know, apart from- What Dick. team are you? What kind of team are you? I like Man United. Monster United, Typ okay. Typical, typical American. <laughs> Come on, at least pick Man City. Oh uh, dude, I did not like Man City. Oh, clearly, but yeah. um, they both I sound would real misogynistic. Are you, are you not a pep? Are you not a pep fan or what? No, so actually, He's a the guy. summer city got pep, we got Mourinho. Yeah, and I remember talking with my friends. I was like, dude, fuck, we picked the wrong guy. Like, I wanted, <laughs> yeah, I wanted yeah. pep so bad. Well, hasn't City won like five of the last six mm -hmm. uh, Premier League? So something like that. It's something crazy, yeah. So I would love. Most of our audience is American, and if uh, if they know as much about soccer as I do, I know they're getting bored right now. So I'm gonna cut you off. We're talking about the soccer. <laughs> We're not doing that. It's not gonna happen. What do you want to do? Do you want to? What do you want to do? You want to be an agent, a sports agent agency? Yeah. I don't know. I I was th potentially or like work in like the news, you know, like a news department at uh at an outlet over there. I think that would be dope. Um, like but ESPN or something. ESP, ESPN or Sky Sports or, you know, like one of the other big ones over there. Like, I think that'd be so much fun. Or, or like being like a reporter there. I used to follow this guy on Twitter and it's a lot of work to get all this done. But like he went through the ranks and now he's one of those like reporters that he gets to go to every game and sit there and just like, you know, type up, you know, whatever's happening during the game and publish his thoughts on it after. And I think that's like. Like he's like official signed by like the English FA, and like that looks like the dream job, you know. Yeah, you have to be like a beat reporter for a long time and hop around from city to city, but then you make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I love sports. I know you always say ball is life, and like I was wondering, like you say you play professional basketball. Like, where do you play? Uh, the last couple of years I've been in Spain playing, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know. I might. I've been thinking about hanging it up, so. This summer I got a lot, I got a lot of things. I just finished up last week. I got flew back back home last week, so I got a lot to think about uh, this summer. What I'm gonna do, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot that I gotta think about, but uh, you know, I've been single for a long time. I don't move around. I mean, I've been moving around a ton. Uh, I've been getting the itch to to settle down. Get some kids. I'm getting inspired by some of my Bean Factory members, so I gotta, I gotta start thinking about some things. Hell yeah, dude! Congrats, man. Are you poor or are you rich? <laughs> nice try, FBI. FBI. No, because you said you want kids. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Uh, about to be poor. About to be real poor. Yeah. <laughs> It seems that uh, we're rich. all going to get really poor. Rich in other areas. <laughs> we're all going to yeah. get really poor? Why are we all getting really poor? Well, Yellow has a little uh, plushie on the way. 
that has to wait until the last uh, question of the show. Oh, okay. Fine. Fine then. <sighs> Nick, I'm curious. Do you ever go to any other conferences or is the uh, the Bitcoin Magazine conference enough for you on a yearly basis? Also, are you a cat person or a dog person? I'm a dog Also, person. do you prefer sheep or llama wool? Ice cream or waffle? Potatoes or cocaine? Pepsi or cola? What's Pepsi or cola? What? Waffles or waffles or pancakes? I said ice cream or waffles. You guys are letting him ask, answer. He's got to be able to answer. Okay, yeah, you go, <laughs> answer all of them, please. In order, in order, yes. alphabetical. Um, I'm not going to answer the llama question because that sounds like a trick question. Uh, Coca Cola. Fuck, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, you're already out of order, so next question. <laughs> so what, uh, what's got you the most bullish going into the having here in the next year or so? The most bullish? Yeah, um, what do you think is going to be the catalyst? Outside of the, the having, what's the catalyst you see for the next bull run? You know, like... There has been so much happening to Bitcoin that I never would have predicted in the past year or so. Like, I don't think most people would have predicted, like, you know, all the shit we're going through right now and, like, you know, fees spiking so early and, like, all these, you know, what what essentially I see is, like, Ethereum dying and, like, all that bullshit Ooh. is moving on to Bitcoin, um, which inevitably... Inevit yeah, would happen eventually uh, because, you know, as Bitcoin eats the entire crypto market and people find new, you know, ways to use Bitcoin, like it's just going to happen. Um, but I just think the landscape has completely changed. And like from 2017 till 2022, when Taproot happened, like I feel like we were kind of like not stagnant, but like there wasn't anything like major or groundbreaking or like a huge change in Bitcoin that really changes everything. And I feel like that has happened again. And like, whether that's for better or worse, like we'll have to see. Um, but I'm just kind of sitting back and watching how things play out. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it, so it's kind of hard for me to predict what is, you know, a huge catalyst. Actually, no, one thing I would say is with like the current fees, you know, skyrocketing and all this stuff, there's really a lot of demand for, um, you know, new scaling solutions and like, you know, maybe not like new as in like a new way, but like people to like really like figure out new ways or like just better ways to scale lightning and stuff. So I think going into the next bull run, especially if people are talking about like, you know, 100, 200, 300k plus Bitcoin, like I would feel a lot better and a lot more comfortable having something like lightning around and like really working well, um, or just being a lot, having like a lot more liquidity there. So like, you know, if there is this massive bull run coming, I don't want people getting onboarded to Bitcoin and being like, oh, the fees are too high. Like, I'm just going to go to Pepe coin or, you know, some other retarded shit. And, you know, I think that like, that drives away some people. And I think if lightning is in a really good spot in the next year or two, then like, that's something I'd be really bullish about. I mean, you bring up lightning, but I mean, you've got liquid as well. And with a lot of stuff that we're seeing causing bloat on our fees right now on the, the main chain, I would see liquid as a, a better solution for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for it, sure. does anyone does anyone even know about liquid? See, I think that's the bigger issue. There's a lot of I, I use liquid. Nobody uses liquid yellow. Neither do you. you I do. I do too. <laughs> yellow yellow got paid for that. <laughs> Blockstream's a sponsor. I no. really use it. No, Blockstream is a yellow sponsor. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I really use it. I really use it. What are you using it for? Nobody uses liquid. I I've never used liquid myself. If you try to use liquid, nobody's going to take it because nobody else has I have, liquid. I have a stack on uh, liquid BTC, and whenever I see the price dropping, I might uh, change it in a swap uh, exchange like that 
uh, to uh, use the on liquid, and then back to let liquid be the same. I didn't understand what you just it's said. Very it's very easy. It's very easy, Sean. You know the problem with liquid is that it's not very liquid. <laughs> Got you. I, I only pay fees like around uh, point 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 one percent like cents like crazy. So I have no I have no issues. Desi Desi needs to tell us something. So Nick, while uh, while we've got you here in the pod, what are you working on that you're most excited about? That you're most excited about? What I'm working on personally. Um, so right now. I am currently just like running the news section over at BM and I have a reporter who I work with and he covers a lot of the written stuff and we publish it on our site as well as um, I grow like our company social medias as well um, on the BM side and we're really close to 3 million followers on Twitter so I'm really? excited to hit that. And then uh, we just hit 200,000 on Instagram. So I'm just working on growing those channels at the moment. Um, would like to do more in the future, maybe after the conference, uh, I'll change things up or who knows. But um, right now, that's just what I'm focused on doing. Okay. And then while you've got Meme Factory members here. Daddy, what happens if, Daddy? Yeah. When you're on a podcast, what happens when you turn this? Then they can't hear me if you hit the mute button. So, now that you've got the meme factory no, here, this. do you have any questions for us that you wouldn't normally be able to ask? He thinks um, as he's looking at the ceiling. He starts I, to sweep the, the, the tears and the... No, I'm not going to stop Back to the sea. I don't know. Uh, I mean, where's Chair Force? Where is That's Chair Force? Like... I think okay. he's, growing, he's Let's... flowers. He's your guy. He's not our guy. I mean, okay. Are we gonna? I'm gonna say the life. Where is Chair Force? Are we? Are we sharing it or no? I'm not sure what you're referencing. What do you mean, where is Okay, Air Force had to take a job as a swarma uh, place. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, he's uh, he's, he's one of those guys that uh, chops the meat, the, the meat that turns, the, the, the gyro. Off the spit? Off, right off yeah, the spit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's the he's the gyro fluffer. He's not the one that actually does the chop. <laughs> he, just, he just gets it ready. For the guy who actually does oh, the Oh, no. The hero fluffer. Yeah, the hero fluffer. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, I mean, Yellow, you're the one that brought it up, so... Yeah, I had to. Sorry. Sorry, Chair Force. I would say if Chair Force had to have a little brother in Bitcoin, Nick, you would be the perfect little brother for Chair Force. I don't know why. It just seems like... They look like family. They do look a lot. You guys, like, look alike a little bit. I mean, I Nick's obviously I mean, more handsome than Chair Force. Chair Force, obviously, <laughs> Chair Force can make a pot of water boil boil just by looking at it. So, like, <laughs> at least Nick's got that going for him. Yeah, good jawline, like Chair Force. I, I remember when Chair Force first joined the team. Uh, we were at a conference. I don't know if it was Bitblock Boom or if it was the Miami conference. And he's like, "Dude, there's this guy who just joined the team. His name's Tanner, and like." We're rooming together, and oh, I woke up, and he's just cracking all these eggs and just eating them one by one. <laughs> <laughs> just raw. Yeah. He's like, he's just savage. It sounds like him. Mm -hmm. yeah. But no, I love Chair Forest, dude. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while. I got to reach back out to him. I guess we reach out to him. You gonna reach out and touch him? What, Sean? <laughs> Fluff him. Fluff him. Fluff him. Right. Yeah. When you when next time you go to see him, don't you, like go for the hug, not the handshake. Yeah. Don't just reach around. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just reach around. That's rude. <laughs> it's rude in some cultures. <sighs> Nick. Mm-hmm. We up past your bedtime? Not quite. 
I'm uh, I'm an hour behind you, so I still got some time. Okay, you hear that, yo? He's an hour behind you. Yeah, I'm ten in front of, me, in front of you. <laughs> there. Uh, I should I should probably publicly publicly apologize to Yellow for attacking him about liquid. Sorry, Yellow. Why? I just gotta kiss the ring, Yellow. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay. I ain't doing either liquid. No one uses liquid, Pedro. Yeah, nobody uses. I'm not mad. I'm not upset that I called that out. I'm just apologizing to Yellow. That's all. No, I'm gonna. I, I I told you why I'm using it. It's like a very easy. I no, don't nobody's have using it. You're not using it. Look, look, if I had strike, I wouldn't be using it, right? Because I could easily like trade as I do uh, with a medium stack I have in there, right? But I don't have strike, so what I use is like liquid. For the, Let's back this swap, up. Uh, Did everybody yeah. else just hear Yellow say he trades? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What Nick, are you trading, bud? What do you, Nick, what do you think about Yellow trading? Feather coin. Yeah, Nick. Feather coin. He's I don't know. Feather coin. No, what he's trading. Dead. Bitcoin USD, USD, Bitcoin USD, USD, USD. Don't stop believing, everybody. Not the just the trader. Yeah, he was trading. Huddle onto that feeling, guys. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, great that you're kissing the ring, Pedro. Thanks. All right, yo, you're gonna feel better about this. Uh, since Artie's not here tonight, Pedro, you've got the, uh, you guys know. Yeah! <laughs> Wait a second, I did it last week. Yeah, I know, now you gotta, do it. you gotta do it again this week. <laughs> before yeah, before uh, Strike Europe. Hang on, let me, let me check my notes here. I need the reference. Uh, alright, hey, hey, Nick. Um, uh, we all know the meme factory doesn't actually ex exist, but if it did exist... Which one of us would you like? Which one of us would you retweet? And which one of us would you mute? I would. Most people, most people retweet and like me. Just FYI. FYI. This is difficult. Um... Is it though? It's not that difficult. Yeah, it's that's just what he's saying to take take up some time. I'm gonna say <laughs> retweet RD. Oh. Let me help you out here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you using Liquid to send that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's working on Bitcoin magazine, and he understands. <laughs> um, I do like Sh Big Sean Harris, and then mute. Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't you dare. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do... Don. Greg. Yellow. What? Right? Both of us? Both? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what was that answer? Wow. I, I was, I was trying to. I was gonna try and fool Greg in the thing I was saying him, but then I, I was like, no, nah, I'll go with yellow. For yellow, yellow, okay, yellow mute. Yellow got oh, the mute. Yes. Oh, you yeah. know what? Yellow you fucking mute. scammer. Hey, yeah, oh, mute, mute, mute him. Mute, 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 guys. I never liked you. And that's okay. <laughs> this is War Nick. This is War. Did you call him Nick or Nick? Whatever. Fuck off, you general. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what are all those awards? What did you win them for? Is there a purple heart know. in there? No, there's no purple heart in here. Is that European basketball awards? Is no, that the no. Super Bowl? Are you I flying that plane play, in the background? As you guys already know, I play lower level basketball in Europe. It's not did you have to cut your hair to fit those earphones on? Yeah, yeah, that's why that flat top went away. It sucks. I got you. I got you. They're and their headphones. <sighs> Speaking of sucking, I think you have a question. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, Nick, do you know what happens in block height eight hundred and forty thousand? We become bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> At, 
as you can tell, there's a lot of people who worry a lot in Meme Factory. Uh, and they joke. They joke. Well, I would have there. Pedro after that uh, asking why I trade. That This is why I trade, Pedro. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to guess it's the having party in El Salvador. Let's go. That's You're smart. Guess. You are smart. You smart. That's right, dude. Having parties. You're not a genius, but you're smart. <laughs> having party is coming up, and we have the date set April 3rd to the 5th, 2024. <laughs> <in El> <laughs> <Salvador>. <laughs> we, we got the venue. We got everything ready to go, and uh, we just need you. To come on down come on down to to the having party in el salvador where the plebs are gonna have a blast we're gonna celebrate bitcoin uh there's gonna be some things to learn about bitcoin workshops and if you want you can just sit by the beach drink and eat all day long with your friends so come on down have a good time i have yet to go to el salvador but i really want to go so i may just have to go down there for that get them on the website the yeah. yeah, you're gonna you're gonna find me in the bar. Yeah. Uh, the website's not ready. <laughs> what? Why isn't the website ready? Well, because I thought Greg was building it. I'm not building any websites. <laughs> I thought Labra was building it. That's yeah, what I thought. Labra's doing. It. Yeah. Yeah. That, we're gonna that, pet, we're that's gonna why it's wrong, not ready. Because like, Labra is gathering. Uh, Labra is gathering poop for us now. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. For the conference. Yeah. All right, so Nick, you've been super generous with the art, your time, and I want to make sure you give everybody watching or listening a uh, an opportunity to take a look at what kind of stuff you're putting out. In the or world. feeling, or feeling, or feeling, or yeah. tasting, whatever. Touching all all five senses. All the senses. Where can they Where can they all the senses you? Uh, they can just follow me on Twitter at uh, Nick Can't Mind. Nick spelled N I K, and then. Uh, follow Bitcoin Magazine on their socials, and that's pretty much it for me. All right. Well, Nick, I really appreciate you. He's such a nice young man. He is such a nice young man. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, spending some time with us this evening. Thank you. Thanks Absolutely. for your time, Nick. You know, nice young men don't use liquid. <laughs> God damn it, Pedro. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye, guys.